0: Okay. Here we are. Welcome to Entertainment, Entertainment, the entertaining podcast with the entertaining <laughs> conversation with the comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm
1: Caitlin McKee. This is Billy Joel.
0: Billy's back.
1: Billy is back here
0: in 2024.
1: The Piano Man does it again.
0: The Piano Man does it again as he <laughs> always does. Uh. Yeah, so that's his new song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting out talking about that uh, as the rest of the world is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and people can't shut up about, uh, what's it called? Uh, Turn
1: the lights back on. Justin, show some respect.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I am being.
1: Show some respect. Disres-
0: I, I, I disrespect Billy Joel often in my life.
1: Wow. I
0: have a complicated relationship with Billy Joel. I acknowledge his greatness and that he's an incredible talent. Uh, <laughs> But I just always kind of haven't liked them Wow oh just kinda I don't know I know this is hard wow. for you to say to my you know Long Island girlfriend over here oh. uh but yeah, it's something I don't know if it's the name Billy like Billy Joel and Billy Crystal I just always had a a thing with those guys. I'm not crazy about them just
1: disrespecting
0: <laughs> really disrespecting. The legendary MSG residence of the Billy Joel.
1: Best that Long Island's ever produced, entertainment wise. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm really, I'm really
0: sorry. No. I'm really sorry to everyone. You
1: know what? I'm sorry for you that you can't yeah, appreciate hit after hit after hit that this man has produced. He really has. Okay? And, and,
0: and I do. I was listening to. Uh,
1: yeah, let's hear it. Which ones? Uh <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Justin really went deep into his village all research. Well, his one
0: album was really good. Yeah, that one uh... album.
1: <laughs> Which one? The stranger.
0: The stranger.
1: Was it the stranger that you listened to? Okay,
0: yeah. I was listening to it uh, on the way home from work on Mm -hmm. Monday morning, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of really good songs on this. Uh, (laughs) Vienna is very good. You know, so good. Yeah, Vienna's really good. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's very good, and I acknowledge, but I don't know. There's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. Interesting. And maybe is maybe that's more of a me thing, and it's not even fair to him.
1: I mean I don't know. I mean, I I'm I'm from Long Island. I love Billy Joel. I, he apparently this song is the first time he's written a song in 30 years. Like he said That's that like wild. yeah, he said songwriting just became like hard for him. Well, I think he said he always struggled with it and then it just like became hard for, for him and he didn't enjoy it anymore. Wow, okay. Um so now they're like selling this whole like they did like a I've been trying to find cuz he performed it at the Grammys. Um
0: You can't find this Grammy performance anywhere. It's like washed from the internet. What is that?
1: I know. And then they just play this like, um, all the Grammys has is this clip of like Billy Joel meeting with this producer that like got him to write this song. And it's like, no one cares. We just want to see Billy Joel perform this song. Rock
0: it out. Come on. Rock it out on stage.
1: Yeah, I I didn't, I thought the song was pretty good. I feel like all. It is good. It's not bad.
0: No, he know? sounds great. He, sounds he really. It really does sound good. Um, I like.
1: I feel like. Um, it's like I feel like all these legacy acts are re-releasing or kind of like you know it's like the Stones and the Beatles were number one this year, so now <laughs> I feel like that's what's happening. So now yeah, it's totally. like, come on, Billy, get better totally, strike yeah. while the iron's yeah. hot, you know, yeah. basically before you die and miss this chance yeah. to like become yeah. relevant again one more time. Yeah, one last know?
0: number one. one Let's last.
1: get it. Um, I feel like the next one to go. It's got to be a Tom Petty postmortem. Like he's the next, he's the next guy. And it's
0: funny because I was literally thinking Tom Petty in my head of like oh, really? who's gonna be. And I was like, oh, he's dead though. But you're totally right. It's gonna be AI Tom Petty. It's
1: gonna be AI. It's Tom It's gonna be. Petty. We
0: found a recording of Tom Petty from yeah. 1981. It was unreleased, and we got the two remaining heartbreakers, and then they did it put it together and this is the new Tom Petty
1: it's gonna be like from like when the Peter Bogdanovich made that like documentary about him a few years ago wow, it was like really good okay. documentary I feel like Tom Petty's due that's what that's what's gonna this, this trend of like these legacy classic rock artists like yeah, yes. getting in some kind of like relevancy um, Ken
0: was gonna sell the hell out of it oh you know it He's Ken Dashow Q1043
1: shout out yeah. to our guy um,
0: the thing about Tom <laughs> is that he was just a regular guy you really met him he was a nice guy
1: Last dance with Mary Jane. Well, it wasn't the last dance. We got another one coming up from Tom Petty. Boy, I tell ya, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, uh, it's the best. Um, yeah, I'm from Long Island. I'm actually, I grew up in the Hamptons. I know, you know, not a rich girl, but worked for the rich. If hey, I was a
0: rich girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Yeah. And like, so Billy Joel, when I was growing up, he was literally the only celebrity. I was born in 83. So I grew up like, you know, 80s, 90s. The the celebrities in the Hamptons, it wasn't like it was now. It was all like, um, it was literally Billy Joel. He was the only celebrity that like was kind of known. All the other celebrities were like, that's crazy. They were, like, unknown writers and kind of, like, more low-key, like, Bob Fosse lived there and, like, you know what I mean? But but I didn't even know that when you I was... You know Fosse
0: was throwing some ragers out there.
1: Well, yeah, like, I didn't... Because I, I, I listened to uh, the Bob <clears throat> Fosse auto, audiobook um, that was based... That was then used for the Fosse-Verdun uh, Hulu series, Sort of
0: force from Sam Rockwell. Oh, my God. With that... His liver disease fucking. Yeah. That was going on.
1: Sam Rockwell just, like, held his liver in <laughs> as he did, like, a jazz dance the entire time. It was so good. And I was um, just
0: banging a woman 30 years younger than him.
1: Just holding in his liver. Um, <laughs> so good. But I was listening to that book and I didn't realize that Bob Fosse was like a huge Hamptons guy and he like started this restaurant out there called The wow. La Laundry. I had no idea. But that's what I'm saying. Did you know
0: the restaurant? I
1: did know the restaurant. Wow. Did I ever go there with my family? Absolutely not. No. The okay. only restaurants we went to was like the Irish pub where my grandfather bartended. That's pretty much <laughs> it. We didn't really. So it's like a very, it's like very, the Hamptons could not be a more weird place. It's very strange. But when I was growing up, the only celebrity was known was Bill. Joel like one time we were at the beach and uh all of a sudden
0: like (laughs) out of the corner
1: of my eye I just saw this man (laughs) running up the beach with like that's a surprising. yeah, it's just like man. I think he was wearing a suit. This could be a, like you know you're you're, yeah, you, you're, you're 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 enhancing the memory. You but put like, a suit on him. He wasn't wearing beach clothes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was wearing jeans and like not, probably a
0: button, like a nice yeah. button down. And yeah. he was just
1: charging up the beach with a fishing net. And then there were all these like fishermen with him. I remember being like, my, my, so my mom was like, what is going on? And my family was really like, that's eh, just Billy Joel. He's like protesting with the <laughs> fishermen. Just ignore him. Like that was the. Pot. <laughs> And, you know, it was just like, there's Billy Joel. Wow. Like,
0: you know what? You know? Before, you know, before we had Susan Sarandon getting herself canceled on the mic, you had Billy Joel charging up a beach with a fishing net. rights. <laughs> because, like, you know. Take us back.
1: It's like a huge deal out there. Like the, the whole like fishing caps on fish. You know how you can't, they don't want to stop overfishing. So they put all these caps on how much okay. you, it was like this. So it's like a whole contentious thing with like the fishermen out there. And like he was advocating for the fishermen. man of the people. But my family was just just like ugh, ignore him he's shouting on the beach he's a nuisance he's a nuisance you know it's just like he drove his car into like he had drinking problems I think he drove his car into house I remember that story house. from yeah. when I
0: was a kid yeah drunk dude um, driving a car into a house
1: yeah so I don't know and he also has this song called Downeaster Alexa which is like all about like Montauk and stuff. Wow. Um, so it's just like I can't not like Billy Joel because I feel like he's. Like, I, I feel like I was. You know, you know what?
0: I want to take. I, I want to roll back a little. I feel like I'm. You know, I, I'm coming in. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm not in the best spirits, and maybe I was a little too hard Justin's on Billy been Joel sick for like
1: three weeks. I've been
0: sick since Christmas. We're in February. <laughs> yeah. I I can't get healthy. I don't know what's yeah. happening. It's
1: to me. okay. We're fighting through. We're we're, we're, we're fighting
0: just... through, and I want to roll. I just want to roll back my hate a little bit. Okay. And and I compared him to Billy Crystal, and that they're in league. I cannot stand Crystal. Billy Crystal yeah. have not since I've was a child and and I like Billy Joel a lot more than like I won't even say Billy Crystal's good. Like yeah. Billy Joel I'm like he's great. Yeah. He's undeniably great.
1: One of the best things that was in Freaks and Geeks. Do you remember the montage when um the like pretty girl, the, there's like a pretty new girl and because she's new, she hangs out with the with the yeah. freaks and the geeks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And there's okay. that montage of them like shooting off rockets to Billy Joel's Rosalinda. Do you remember that? It's like.
0: I mean, I remember this, but. Okay. It's like
1: crazy Latin dancing, solo down in the air. It's it's, I'm probably going to be canceled for even singing those lyrics. I, I just realized that as I sang them, so I want to apologize in advance. It was insensitive for me to sing that song because it's probably not up to 2024 standards. But um, it's a great song. I do like it. Sorry. Um, and it was a great montage. It had, yeah, you wow. know, so it was like, that was like one of the best. It was like a really weird Billy Joel song in this. Montage and Freaks and Geeks and it was really good but
0: it's like is China Aptos is he an East Coast guy who knows who knows <laughs> who knows Chad Apto, irrelevant
1: king of king of comedy king knows? of comedy he lives you know he's like he lives in the comedy kingdom who yeah. knows where he's he resides um, it's funny also that it's called turn the lights back on because in Long Island um, the Long Island power company Lipa holds like a monopoly over the power on long island so
0: they're like the con ed of yes and
1: like like my mother we would like drive past the lipa power like the lipa headquarters and my mother would just be like Oh, she just hated Lipa. and she would just be like, "Oh, Lipa, They have a monopoly. <laughs> I, they have a monopoly." And I that was like, "The only time I ever heard her like speak ill against an institution, like yeah, usually wow. they, my family's pretty pro institution, you know? They're
0: that's, like, I mean, you know, that's the most rebellious I've ever heard your mom. Yeah, as far that, as like, yeah, <laughs> rebelling against an institution. Yeah,
1: that was the most subversive she ever got. Was like, oh, Lipa, they have a monopoly.
0: Rock in the boat.
1: Yeah, because like I guess they could."
0: Just jack up jack your bill. Up I mean, I'm with your yeah. mom there. Enough of that. Break that up. But I wonder. Get out of here, I
1: wonder if this is some some kind co- of subconscious Long Island shout out to LIPA. Turn the lights back on. Stop, oh, stop charging mm. people. Ha ha ha. Great <laughs> joke, Keaton.
0: All <laughs> I see right. See helicopters into MSG. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I also wonder how many terrible like Long Island <clears throat> relationships can this new tender Billy Joel ballad save. You know, like, how many shitty Long Island relationships are going to continue for, like, two months because he wrote a new song?
0: Just, you hope (laughs) that the spark reignites for a lot of couples of a certain age. I hope there. it
1: doesn't. I hope everyone just goes their separate ways ends <laughs> the toxic relationship but I literally was like oh god there's gonna be so many shitty Long Island relationships that give it one more month because it's like turn the lights back on I'm, I'm <laughs> late.
0: My, my one I think this really is I called Justin Timberlake's new song the fuck boy anthem I feel like this really is the fuck boy anthem turn yeah. the lights back on.
1: Of men, of I'm a- late <laughs> but I'm here right <laughs> <Yeah>. now no. <laughs> it's just and like no. uh, absolutely
0: man yes the narcissistic the narcissistic (laughs) retired man's anthem you know great.
1: what is uh yeah it's it's really um i don't hate it though i feel like out of the three out of angry the rolling stones out of um now and then the beatles and billy joel's turn the lights back on i Mm. think turn the lights back on is the one I would listen to if I had a choice. Agreed. Of, I would I would pick that. Agreed. Because um, it's 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 not great, but it's it's not bad. It's definitely yeah. not bad. You know. It
0: toes the line of where it's the worst. Like angry's like fawn hilarious. Hilarious. Like, and it's like Billy Joel's uh, turn the turn the lights back on. Like walks the line of it where yeah. it's like ridiculous and hilarious. But it's like oh, he sounds good though. It's not a bad ballad, yeah, whatever,
1: yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't hate it. I don't hate <clears throat> it. I don't hate it at all.
1: Um, I'm happy that he's he you know, got through his writer's block. That's good, know, for good for that him. It is kind of
0: crazy that he hadn't written a song in 30 years. Yeah, um, I
1: guess he said it, he like struggles with songwriting and it's like, I that's guess interesting you, to hear. After you write Piano Man, I mean, you're probably just like, what one do I more, what yeah. do I do? Like I yeah. wrote Piano Man and honesty. That was just me working in that like I think honesty <laughs> is such a low key awesome Billy Joel song. I love it so much anyway. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, Billy Joel. It, it, yeah. I think one day like the 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 Billy Joel fog is going to part for you and you're just going to be like you're just gonna be I know. hit
0: it, after him. It, it is, and I and I acknowledge that. And I <laughs> and I acknowledge I was a little tough on him up top. Uh, yeah. he's a legend. I would like go see him and have a great time at a Billy Joel show. I was thinking yeah. that when I was like listening to uh uh what was it? Legacy? What was the album of the Stranger? Was, the stranger. I was listening to the stranger. Well,
1: we all fall in love. And
0: I, I was singing like sister
1: God <laughs> the Danger.
0: <laughs> I because I'm from Jersey. So I was, like, comparing, you know, Joel and Bruce. Because oh, wow. it's, like, you know, the Joel and Bruce. Not really comparing, but just thinking about, you know, how he's, like, you know, Long Island, uh, Bruce's yeah. Jersey. Yeah, And I was, like, it would be kind of nice. The fact that I don't really have a connection to Billy Joel yeah. is nice. Because I could go see him and, like, not, like, have to, like, hold back tears thinking about my dad. Like, my, my dead dad. <laughs> like, yeah. that would be a nice thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I could probably just go have some drinks and, like... Scream, Piano Man, and yeah. like scenes from an Italian restaurant, just like let loose. Yeah. Whereas like at Bruce's show, the Promised Land comes on, and I'm like out for the next twenty five minutes. Aww. It's like twenty five minutes of just being like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm so sorry. Just, just, no, no, it was like great, but yeah. like, but just you know. Yeah. So so yeah, I was thinking, so that was something I was thinking about. Yeah. I felt like the song <laughs> had a little bit of uh, the shallow in it.
1: Oh, uh, maybe yeah. Little
0: Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, the shallow. I was like waiting for Bradley Cooper to like pop in on the. He'd. Turn the light's back on Like he, his nasally He, he would tag
1: in so fast Yeah <laughs>
0: would, Yeah Just With
1: his Eddie Vedder impression And Star is Born My god <laughs> I feel like everything Sounds like The Shallow Like literally everything There was yeah, another song yeah. We heard the other day That I was like This sound And maybe it was even selfish I don't even know The Justin Timberlake song I yeah, feel selfish like Selfish can be a little shallow Everything sounds like The yeah. Shallow Oh god that song It's really the refrain Of The Shallow That's bad Like In the shallow La la Or whatever yeah, That she does There's like, that
0: part Yeah Shallow, well, his, low, low. Yeah, his Yeah, he's in the background of that. It's so, in the shell, shell. <laughs> and she was like on the red carpet just being like, Bradley's a musician. <laughs> yeah. Bradley's actually a musician. I was God. like, this is, what an insane time. God. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Yeah. So I liked it. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? This is what I was going to say about The Shallow. No one cares anymore at this point. But just the worst part is Lady Gaga goes... It's like, what is she doing?
1: Her, like, uh, sonic exorcism. Yeah. That oh, she has, yeah.
0: Do, do, do.
1: I'm uh, off the deep end. Oh, watch as I dive in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, you know, and she's great, but... Uh,
1: that, that movie wasn't great. And I, and that we, movie's terrible. That movie wasn't good, and we haven't heard anything from Gaga since. I, I think that movie kind of ruined Gaga a little bit. Mm. Um, I love Gaga, but that was just... I love Lady
0: Gaga, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's awesome. She's, need, she's great.
1: We need her to come back and do something. Because I think, what mm. was the album she put out right after that? It was um, Chromatica. Maybe I need to give Chromatica another listen, but I was not into it when I first listened to what it. What was
0: like the single on that?
1: Oh, uh, Frick. It was with, um. I just said Frick instead of Frick. I was like, that wow, was, I, was I've been with you for 10 years.
0: I've never heard you that say Frick. That was embarrassing. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I don't
1: know where that came from, and I'm embarrassed. But um, it's mm. the one with, uh, it was the one with um Ariana Grande about the rain. The rain, something about Oh, uh, Rain
0: um, on Me yeah. with Ariana Grande. It was okay. All right. It was all right. I don't, I don't even remember this. Wow.
1: It wasn't. Uh, so yeah. this came
0: out like during covid I think like so. Or, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. cuz remember the MTV movie MTV Music Awards <laughs> that year she did like a her and Ariana did like a covid dance. I think some of the dancers were wearing masks. It was what a what a time <laughs> of absolute madness. <laughs> absolute <laughs> madness that we lived through. Oh my god. Um yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I'm, I'm happy for Joel. Um Apparently, he performed it at the Grammys and then went right into uh, You May Be Right, I May Be Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's, that's what I was
0: trying to look up. Yeah. I was like, I want to see him do I May Be Crazy.
1: <laughs> but it just may be a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he,
0: all right. I, he's... I like Billy Joel. I, think, I, sh- I shouldn't say I don't like Billy Joel. I think
1: Joel you like also him. have to... Billy Joel is funny. And he, yeah, his he's, music is funny. Yeah. Like, he has a sense of humor, and it's in his music. I think a lot of the time, there is yeah. kind of, like, uh, over-the-topness that I think... Sometimes he into. Yeah, and, and, and kind of, yeah, he has this kind of dramatic um, sense of humor, where Bruce, I don't think, has a sense of humor. It doesn't really come out in his music. It's very serious. Yeah. Um, but, um, and sometimes Billy Joel tries to be too serious, like with Pressure, which is the worst <laughs> Billy Joel song. It's the worst Billy Joel song ever. Oh, my God. Pressure. Oh, it's so bad. Um, so... But yeah, I think he has. Like, I feel. I feel like scenes from Italian Restaurant is really funny. Mm. If you listen to the lyrics, you know. I have to to go back and listen. um, Yeah, it's all about this couple, and they get like furniture from Sears, and it's. I think he has a a sense of humor. Anyway, all right. Um, But yeah, happy happy that he's back. Um, Don't think the song is terrible, and totally waiting for the Tom Petty postmortem AI single to come next. It's got it. We need. it.
0: Yeah, we need it. We need it. I'd be all about it. Yeah
1: um all right any, any any final thoughts on the on the billy joel ballad <laughs>
0: uh I, it was better than i thought it was gonna be i I, yeah. like, I honestly was like thinking i was gonna be like so ridiculous and i was like oh it's actually he sounds really good yeah uh yeah he does have an unseriousness about his music which which is enjoyable i don't know like even like these like yeah like the lyrics i'm late but i'm here right now it's so like, i mean it's insane i don't know um i liked yeah. it i give it a yeah. thumbs up way all to go right. billy
1: we're pro Billy Joel on this. Happy podcast. he broke
0: his writer's block.
1: Yeah, it's always good. Good for him. Yeah. Um. All right. Speaking of, I don't know. Speaking of something. Speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal. No speaking, transition.
0: Just, I have no transition. Uh, just speaking of Jake Jail Gyllenhaal. There we
1: go. Just went right into it. Raw.
0: That's all. That's all we needed. That's all the transition you <laughs> just, need uh, because because a uh, story has broke. <laughs> yeah. I guess this broke in some French publication uh, technique. I think it's a magazine. Or oh, guess. Okay. I guess. I guess. It happened because this was some movie now that's coming out in France. It's
1: called uh, yes. Soudin Seul. Yes. So maybe, I don't, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I took a little bit mm. of French in college, but it's not great. So I'm not going to pretend like I can she really can speak. She
0: can speak it, this girl. No,
1: no, 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 no. But um, Soudin Seul. Okay. Uh, yes, this French director, his name is uh, Thomas Bidigain. I don't know. Bidigain? Mm, okay. Thomas Bidigain? Um, if I was saying it in English, I'd say Thomas again. okay? So, I don't know. But um so he claims that the original <laughs> English speaking version of the film that he was trying to make was ruined by Jake Gyllenhaal. It would
0: be 6 million euro. dream. <laughs> <of the train. laughs>
1: oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> she detest Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Ugh. Um he claims that Hall had diva behavior on the set and that all American actors want to take power. That's Is that that's, what he said? That's what he said in this article Whoa, that I read. He wow. said, uh, <clears throat> the film was scrapped because American actors want to take power. Yeah, all right.
0: You know what? Hearing that... I, I was suspicious that this is some French slandering of the Americans, and that confirms it. Yeah. I think Jake Gyllenhaal has been slandered <laughs> by this Frenchman. Yeah. And I am not okay with
1: it. I know. I also think conspiracy theory, uh, <clears throat> that it's it's the French... Film uh, community's revenge against an American actor playing Napoleon. They did not. They did not like Napoleon Whoa. France. They did not like Napoleon and, France
0: because the girl who was supposed to be in the, the American was is Vanessa Kirby, who's yes. the girl who played Josephine, right? Yes. So there's a connection. Sifley. I think you're... I think... Yes?
1: That means it's true. Ooh, so yeah. I, I no, know I I'm, like
0: I'm with you. I'm, um, like, down with the French, up with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm glad he ruined their terrible movie.
1: Yeah. It's, it's also hilarious because mm. one of the allegations on how Jake Gyllenhaal's diva behavior um, uh, sunk this movie is that he did a script reading... Um, he did a script reading of the film in a Peppy Le Pew accent. And when I heard this, I was like, he probably, honestly, the Pepe Le Pew accent was probably Jake Hall doing his best French accent after yeah. he had a vocal coach. French people hate American-speaking French. Unless you're, like, really good at it, they're like, they're like which means stop stop (laughs) or they'll be like okay okay like they don't
0: they just like even they refuse to understand even if you can tell they kind of know what you're saying they're like what
1: at my job i work at a museum and um i have a locker i don't have a desk it's not a glamorous job at the museum i have to tell french people all day to put their backpack in the front and i asked a guy who speaks he's from um haiti and he speaks fluent french and i was like how do i say it so it's like really um understandable and he's like all you gotta say is uh le sac pas du vent s'il vous plaît okay that means please put your put your bag in the front okay i say this to these french people like and they're just like oh, oh? like and i'm like uh, le sac pas du si s'il vous plaît and they're like ah du vent. and i'm like that's exactly what i said
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i just said what
1: do you what you know yeah, so, dicks. And yeah and there was a time where i would actually like try to like talk to them and they would always just be like like, look at me like I was speaking just no French in there. So, yeah. To I, me, the Pepe Le Pew accent was Jake Gyllenhaal's I, first French.
0: I ever. agree with that because uh, to prepare for this part, I watched uh, Jake Hall's Hot Ones episode.
1: Oh, wow. The
0: YouTube show where they, you know, the celebrities eat the hot wings as they get interviewed. Mm-hmm. And he, like... Like, you could, like, he works. He works. The guy is always working. Yeah. I don't know if... I was, like, Seems charmed like by Jake Gyllenhaal. So, I'm like, yeah. So, I totally can see, like... No, I think Jake Gyllenhaal was probably just trying to genuinely do a French accent. Yeah. And the French And like, this French dickhead was probably like, fuck this guy.
1: Uh, Le Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's one of the allegations. But they get even crazier. They also this director alleged this is amazing that Jake Gyllenhaal cried was crying while watching a Greta Thunberg TED talk. Did you see that? No. So, Wait. What
0: article is this? I don't know
1: the article that I read. Apparently, the director caught Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> with his diva behavior crying while watching a Greta thurnberg is that how you say her name greta Th-
0: greta, Thunberg? greta
1: thunberg's uh ted talk wow. and i'm like you know that probably checks out i've got like all these guys who care about being uh their image as being like social justice uh on the right track like Hall, leo um bradley cooper i bet they all kind of like publicly praise greta thurnberg and then they also have a group chat uh Like with like an Olsen style countdown to when she turns eighteen. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know that's inappropriate, but like, come on, <laughs> come on. Like, yeah, wow, guys, the Olsen
0: twins countdown to eighteen. They
1: definitely have one. I'm gonna get canceled. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Speaking
0: of Olsen's, in the Hot Ones episode, he, he made it, he made some joke about... Uh, he was like, who put these towels? Who, who did that? Or something. They were like, it was Elizabeth Olsen. She was here last. And he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. She's the nicest person I've ever met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was a little, little Jill and Olsen, uh, sure synergy. And Any this-
1: female actress. I'm sorry. He's probably like, <laughs> I... Love her. She yeah. is... Kathy Griffin was just here. I, the nicest.
0: Yeah. Really misunderstood.
1: Love working with her. So it. Yeah. It's probably one of those psychos. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of cuckoo, cuckoo allegations here. Um, another one, he demanded a car, a rental car. This is my favorite. Neither red nor white for a long drive.
0: Which, like, what does that even mean?
1: I don't know. I'm like, Americans, we love our cars. That's, that's part of our culture. We love cars. So yeah. I can see Jalen Hall... Probably lives in LA and he's like, you know what? If you could, I'd feel more... I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because who think... knows what demand he even... Yeah, like you said, maybe yeah. he was just like, I'd rather not drive a red or white car.
1: I don't know. But also it's just like, you know, people have preferences. I don't think that's that, you know... No,
0: oh, yeah. What if the guy wants to drive like a blue car or whatever? Yeah. I'm, I'm driving a blue car.
1: Again, <clears> this is uh, this is some French slander. I don't know. I completely... That's <laughs> um, completely
0: where I went with it.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, another one yeah. is that... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal demanded there be a scene where he slaps a fish in the movie because I guess the movie is about like the fish in some way. And I was like, well, it's better than if he demanded he slap a woman. Yeah, I mean, like like at least he wasn't
0: demanding to slap Vanessa Kirby.
1: Yeah, what's the deal? (laughs) I would
0: love to watch Jake Gyllenhaal slap a fish. Sounds like a good movie. Yeah, Yeah. I would absolutely love that.
1: Give me a break. Get Um, a
0: sense of humor, France. I
1: don't know. Um, So another allegation is that I guess this was during COVID when this movie was being filmed, (laughs) and I guess Jake Gyllenhaal was really COVID paranoid, and he demanded that the crew members sleep in their car. Which, this makes absolutely no sense. Why, where, where would they be sleeping where they would, like, breathe on Jake Gyllenhaal?
0: That's a great point. Because if they're staying in a hotel, you assume they would just be in their own, like, rooms. Yeah. Or whatever, wherever.
1: Maybe, I like, even if it wasn't COVID, I don't really want to sleep in, like, a hostel-style open room with people. I'd rather sleep in my car, to be honest. Yeah. You know, like, gross. Yeah. What is going on?
0: No, that's yeah. That, that was a strange one. And I, and I, it I doesn't also, add up. Something doesn't add up about that one.
1: I know. And I also, if, if they said it was like Christian Bale, I would 100% believe it because we all know Christian Bale's relationship with crew members. Remember that that, that <laughs> viral video? It's like yeah. someone walked into a scene and he just had a complete meltdown.
0: Walking through the set, it's like you're not a professional. Screaming at the guy's the best. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right.
1: it's insane yeah so if it was if it was christian bale i'd be like oh he totally made people sleep in their cars but jake Jones get
0: in your fucking car <laughs> you COVID having <laughs> yeah Good. you're not
1: a professional <laughs> sleep in your
0: rental <laughs> um yeah Jill Hall i can't see it
1: i can't see it yeah <laughs> he just seems like a like a a nice uh kind of ass kisser i don't know um yeah,
0: yeah he's hollywood
1: but I also think nobody was more concerned about COVID than movie actors. Like remember Tom Cruise had a crazy meltdown during Mission Impossible. Oh my god,
0: yeah, and he was like praised for it.
1: Yeah. I just think like they're they really miss going on red carpets. They need the attention. Like they they're not you know they're not down to like not be worshipped and like the threat of That going away of, like, the red carpets of the party. Like I mean,
0: Gal Gadot organized the video of all them singing Imagine.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) John Lennon's Imagine.
1: Yeah, they need attention. Yeah. Even if it's singing Imagine in a very uh, inappropriate uh, way. Yeah, just not working but they need the attention so i i kind of maybe there is some truth to his covid paranoia but i doubt that it went so far
0: uh yeah because also they said this was like 2021 and that was kind of like like vaccines had started rolling out so i mean i don't know i guess there was still some
1: who knows? Who knows? Um, <clears throat> another allegation that this director threw at Hall was that he was recklessly undressing in front of the crew and went swimming in um, cold Icelandic waters. And, and apparently he said, when I see the sea, I swim in the sea. And I was like, what's wrong with that? And what's the
0: problem there? Yeah. Unless you know? it's not directly affecting, you know, as long as it's not directly affecting the shooting schedule. Yeah. But, well, who cares?
1: You know, people people do like the sea. It's a popular...
0: It's healing. It's,
1: you know. Yeah. I'd love to
0: get in the sea right now. Cure this nose thing I have going on. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what you need. You need the Icelandic ocean.
0: <laughs> I do need that. I do need a cold plunge in Iceland. Yeah. That's what I need.
1: Anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah, this all seems like slander just to A... Uh, you know uh, promote this film that probably no one in America would even know about unless there was accusations against Jake Gyllenhaal and B I really just think they're really pissed at Joaquin Phoenix's mumblecore I think, I absurdist think, Napoleon I think
0: that's a great I think they're so <laughs> insulted I think the French are so insulted by the American Napoleon yeah
1: they, they hate it yeah. so I don't know yeah and I, I read
0: so there was a comment on Reddit too about this whole thing and they were like this has to just be viral marketing for the French release I'm like that's is. probably just what this is
1: yeah but it's entertaining uh, it's and, entertaining yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, it's you know, good. I, I'm glad if it's true, I'm glad Jake Gyllenhaal ruined a thirty million euro movie.
1: Yeah. I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal, I will never not associate him <laughs> with Kirsten Dunst. Do you remember that? Like when him
0: They were did they date?
1: They dated, yeah, in like the early two thousands. I was still in I think I was like in high school oh, okay. when the Spider Man movie came out. She oh. she won she won like the MTV Movie Award for it and like her her acceptance speech she was like because they won for like best kiss remember they had that like upside down kiss McGuire
0: the kiss and the the upside down kiss in the rain and yeah. when she
1: was giving her acceptance speech Kirsten Dunst was like um, but you're still my best kiss Jake and then he, they cut to Jake Gyllenhaal in wow. the audience and he giggled like a girl he was like <laughs> 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 it was so weird I was like what. Yeah, apparently, I was wow. like, sadly, like, like I think I was like very, like, envy. I was like, God, I just want to be Jake Gyllenhaal and Kirsten Dunn's, like, they're so beautiful and in love, and, uh, like, I remember. Well, hey, yeah, you found
0: your Gyllenhaal. Oh, definitely,
1: you no, yeah, no, I I don't want to be, that. you know, when you're in high school, you're like, oh, that would be so nice just to be, like, famous and in love, and. Um, actually,
0: no, you just, you just want a hot partner. Yeah, uh, and then you're getting awards, and you're saying, "But I also love to make out with my hot partner." And then, and then they're like he, chuckling he,
1: about he, it. He giggles like a girl. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> but then, I, yeah, I remember they were they were like living together, and like she had a cat, and he had a big dog. Wow, um, we're just being like, oh, that's probably tricky, you know. So
0: I wonder, what kind of cat, Kristen Dunst had.
1: I know, me too. I'm, I'm picturing white, but I don't know why. Um, and also, that's what I was picturing too. Interesting. interesting. You say,
0: I was picturing her with a white cat.
1: Interesting collective unconscious. There it yeah. is. Um,
0: now, of course, married to Jesse Plemons, the great Jesse Plemons.
1: Yeah, they're they're <clears throat> they, yeah, Kirsten Dunn's Good for her. I think she yeah. won in the end. I mean, Jesse Plemons seems like that's who you would want to end up with. He's really talented, sexy actor, to, you know. He's,
0: he's great. He's yeah. not
1: trying to bang young blondes like I think I think Hall still likes some young and you know, young.
0: <laughs> uh, he's you know, you know he's not against a 20-year-old.
1: No, I think he has like a steady girlfriend who's like low key. But, um, like, they were, like, photographed at, like, a tennis match. Like, rare public appearance or something like Ooh, that. okay. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know.
0: All right, maybe, maybe it's just, like, steadily with some girl. Yeah. And I'm hating on him.
1: No, we're, yeah, we're not. Um...
0: So, yeah, and apparently <laughs> the uh again. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name in French because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, he apparently makes a call to this French producer, Elena Tal, conceding defeat. And he says, our visions diverge too much. We won't be able to shoot in September. It's all over, and the twenty-six million euro is gone. Oh, he talks I can't like Le Pew. <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah.
1: mean, he swam in the ocean.
0: Yeah, what is the problem, there? Unless you were like, unless he was like mid scene ripping his clothes off and just running into the water.
1: He wants power like all American actors, <laughs> like, <laughs> like,
0: like Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix in Napoleon. Oh, God.
1: Um. Yeah. These they're they're just pissed about Napoleon. That's why. I think Hall's getting backlash. I think
0: that's a great call. Yeah. I think that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. And I I, I think we should go to war with France. Over <laughs> please this. no. Defense over defense of Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: That would be amazing though. If like. The next capital riot was based because, like, if like that's where the next like outrage and like collective uh, uh, uprising started because of Hall being slandered by a French director, yeah, uh, that would be really funny uh not funny i know but could
0: be a unifying moment for the country oh my and god. i think we're still need it and let's just let's just run jake jillan hall for president and get behind him
1: that would be great all of us Honestly, let's all do it jillan hall would be a good figurehead he's like he's good looking he can smile he's pretty nice they could just
0: he's wildly charismatic yeah, i just... was charmed by his hot ones oh, really? i was <laughs> like i was like jillan hall could you stand up
1: oh god <laughs> whoa okay yeah <laughs> Whew, that's a lot. I mean, oh, God.
0: So I think he could be a great president for America.
1: Sure. Yeah, let's make that happen. Yeah, um, get
0: back at the French.
1: Yeah. All right. Any, any final thoughts on this Hall slander?
0: USA. <laughs> USA. That's yeah. my last thought.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad
0: he ruined their movie. I bet the French one sucks. <laughs> I'd much does. rather watch Jake Gyllenhaal slap a fish.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I'd
0: much rather watch that.
1: Sounds like a great scene. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, speaking of scenes, speaking of movies. Speaking of great movies. Yeah. We just watched um really awesome movie. I got this... Uh, Studio classics of the '70s box set. I was like, I just wanted to order uh, the movie Shampoo on DVD, and I went to um, eBay, and this like '70s box set was on. It was like five dollars, and it has.
0: I'm I'm so I'm like (laughs) those work. I know. I like yeah, yeah, like when they came in the mail, and (laughs) I was like, I don't know about these. (laughs) I know, but it works. We have all those movies.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of really there's like Taxi Driver and. just some random ones like Kramer vs. Kramer and then this really weird movie that Truman Capote was in. I think he was drunk the whole time wow. so I'm definitely going to watch that. One of them in
0: that box set is going to be porn. It's like <laughs> yeah, one, one of them is just going to smash cut to like hardcore porn.
1: It's probably the Kramer vs. Kramer one which is the one I'm
0: <laughs> Dustin, I mean, Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman and Meryl <laughs> Streep
1: uh, like discussing. It was like the, one of the first divorce movies I think. Yeah. It was like about about divorce. Oh there are um, a couple. Okay. Yeah Kramer versus Kramer it's like the, the, the divorce <laughs> proceeding. And I, I, okay. I, I've i never Saw it. Apparently, I never saw it either, apparently It apparently doesn't it. really age well, but at the time it was like really lauded because I think it was like taking on the issue of divorce when it was like
0: before it was yeah new, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um,
1: anyway. But um so one of the movies in my box set was uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And I had never seen it and I wanted to watch it. Yeah, Just had never I, seen I it. I never saw it. <clears throat> so we watched it last night and uh it was awesome. It
0: was so good. It was really I like good. loved it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe
0: you want to watch, like, every Steven Spielberg movie.
1: I know. I was like,
0: wow, this is... And the fact that, like, he did Jaws and then this is, like, crazy. It's
1: nuts. It's really nuts. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm not even... I was never really a big... I feel like I never gave... Steven Spielberg credit until I watched this movie. And I don't know why because Jurassic Park...
0: I know. You forget um, that that's Spielberg too. Yeah. It's like amazing.
1: And it holds up. And when I I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters with my dad and my brother, I was so scared. That's so cool you saw it in theaters. Yeah, because I was... I really liked like scary movies when I was younger. Like, um... Like slasher movies and like The Shining, like I was watching all those movies, but for some reason when I went to see the, the Jurassic Park in the theater, I was hiding under the seat. I was so terrified.
0: The one, um, I, the scene that used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid was the the scene where the two kids are like getting chased by the velociraptors oh, they're like they're so like about good. to eat that like big meal and yeah. you just want them to eat that meal so bad yeah and then they the velociraptors are chasing it's them i was so scared of that scene classic was yeah. yeah
1: classic such a well-done movie yeah yeah and like i don't know why I, and i also uh <clears throat> grew up watching all the Indi- indiana jones movies and that one scared me too indiana jones in the temple of doom is the one where the guy reaches and pulls people's hearts out of their chest yeah and i think that's Probably one of the first times I was ever really scared. I remember, I, think, I don't know, I probably watched it with my brother. And then um, I, I was terrified in my childhood bedroom. And I didn't know if I should keep the door open or shut. Like, I was like, oh, if I keep the door open, he could come in. But if I shut the door <laughs> and he's already in here, then he's going to get me. Like, who knew? And then I was like, God, Steven Spielberg has been freaking me out. And I haven't been giving him credit. Life, like yeah. I haven't been giving him credit. I don't know. Um, but I guess I didn't really, like, become attached to any of his movies. Um, like, I, I mean, I liked Jaws, but I was never really, like... I liked it, but I just didn't really get it.
0: I, I got I, I, I got know. really into it in, like, my late teens, early 20s. Like, okay. so had like, a total Jaws phase. Yeah, where I got really into it.
1: Uh, I think maybe, too, because it's, like, I'm from Long Island. The guy is based on a guy from Montauk, and I was just, like... And everybody's so proud of that on Long Island. When that's like, yeah, he's based on this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they basically this
0: is the drunk old man. Yeah, they,
1: everyone who I like in my family thinks they basically know this guy, and I'm like, all right, all right. Like we, we don't know him. Like stop. Um, whatever. But uh, and I was also again afraid of sharks growing up. Like even I couldn't even like swim in a pool by myself because I thought there were sharks in there, and I couldn't touch a book that had a shark on it because I was I was always like terrified.
0: That I was I don't me know. with spiders. Yeah. If I there I had I don't even know why I had this book, but when I was a little kid. I had this book about spiders, and it I could like I literally couldn't touch it. Yeah. Because I was like the spiders going to be all over me. I don't like that.
1: Crazy irrational fears when you're little. It's so yeah. weird. But um yeah, close encounters. I think it's like. The most fun, I don't know, like maybe my favorite Steven Spielberg movie at this point. It was Visually, so it was
0: amazing. Yeah. Like when we were watching it last night, I was just like, I could not stop just staring at
1: it. I know. It, it's
0: so fun to watch.
1: Yeah. Visually, and all the special effects hold up, which is crazy. Yeah. Because um, I think it came out in 70... 77. Okay, 77. Um, Yeah. All the special effects are so good. Visually, it's beautiful. Um, moves really well. Like the pacing is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Rich, I, I think I what I most enjoyed the most about the film was watching Richard Dreyfuss's Descent into Madness. Yeah, he was so good. So entertaining. I I don't know. I love watching male characters Descent into Madness.
0: <laughs> it's like my favorite
1: genre of movie right now. Like First Reformed, Paul Schrader, Ethan Hawke's Descent into Madness is mm. amazing. Um, and found out Paul Schrader originally wrote the script for this movie.
0: Wow, okay, yeah, but But
1: then Steven Spielberg changed it so much that Paul Schrader was like, take my name off it. He like <laughs> he didn't like it. Um, and that's why Steven Spielberg is credited mm. as the writer and director on this movie. Interesting. Because apparently there's a lot of people who wrote for it. it, like doctored the script many, many times, but at the end someone had to take a writing credit. and So Steven Spielberg was like, all right, just put my name on it, whatever. And I think wow. it's the only one he has credit for the writing and directing.
0: Wow, um, okay.
1: Yeah, but Richard Dreyfuss is like, so good at his, he was perfect. Performance. Yeah, and the
0: video you sent me of like the, the facts about the movie, cause <laughs> yeah. they, I guess because Richard Dreyfus wasn't Spielberg's first choice no. at all, at all. Which is crazy, and he was like the best. Like I can't even imagine. I know. I think it was like Nicholson, Pacino, Steve. Well, Steve McQueen sounded like
1: Steve McQueen, and Steve oh McQueen my wouldn't God. do it because
0: he was like, I can't. I've never cried a film, and I won't do it. <laughs> amazing. And Spielberg apparently was like, I'll take it out. Like I'll take that scene out, and he was like, Yeah, no, you shouldn't take it out.
1: He, the film needs it. Yeah, Steve McQueen, amazing. I just I listened to. Um, what's his name? Quinn Tarantino has a book called Cinema Speculation, and it's just okay. about like the films that he grew up watching. I, I, I started, I didn't finish it, but he, he talks about Steve McQueen and Bullet and just how like S- Steve McQueen was this like a- avatar of a man, but apparently he only did movies that fit that, that masculine, like,
0: like that was a choice. It was his made. brand, wow. yeah. And
1: apparently his wife really helped him pick the movies.
0: It's wow. interesting, okay. I don't know, it's
1: kind of interesting, yeah. He, um, So, that, like, was a thing with Steve McQueen. He's really only going to portray men.
0: A a masculine man. Yeah, Yeah,
1: Steve McQueen's characters do not cry. Because apparently (laughs) Steve McQueen probably did not cry ever. um, Yeah, yeah, you wonder
0: if he cried after once he hit four. That was probably it for Steve McQueen. Probably it.
1: But, um... Yeah, Richard Dreyfuss, uh, and apparently uh, he, Richard Dreyfuss was convinced because Steven Spielberg only associated Richard Dreyfuss with the Jaws character that he played, so mm. he just like could not see him in this role. But then apparently Richard Dreyfuss heard St- uh, Steven Spielberg talking about these ideas, these of uh, like the UFO stuff during the filming of Jaws, and thought it was really interesting. So he was like campaigning for this role, and then finally he went to like Steven Spielberg's office one day. And was like, you know, this character... What was his name in the movie? Like, Neil... Uh, Sorry, hold on. But whatever the character is, the char- he, Richard Dreyfus was like, the character has to be played by... Or the character direction has to be someone who's... Um, who's still kind of a child, but also a man at the same time. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Like, yeah. You know, you know, you definitely saw that. Maybe just in his, like, obsessiveness and his, his selfishness. Wonder. His
0: wonder. He had, like, a childhood yeah. wonder when That's he starts true. that descent into madness. Uh, and he's also
1: playing with train sets to yeah. begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. wants to see Pinocchio, he's, like, obsessed with that. Yeah, you're
0: right. He's a childish man from the start. A little yeah, bit, he's, yeah. Uh, but... He's a little bit of a, of a, of a wanderer.
1: <laughs> yes. Um... Yeah, and um.
0: Yeah, Richard Drivers was so good, I couldn't even think about who he was in Jaws. Like, because I was like, he's he was so different, and like, yeah. just even disappeared. Like, I was like, who was he in Jaws? I was like, oh, he was the guy with the, the glasses. yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, that guy, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he was very good.
1: Yeah, he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I also thought he was funny. Like, his madness was really funny, which is like, I feel like Steven Spielberg's movies always have comic relief, always. Always, yeah. like yeah. Jurassic Park has has funny. You got to have
0: Goldblum in there. Yeah,
1: Indiana Jones movies are funny, especially the one with um, Sean Connery. Yeah, um, I, I,
0: cause I never, I missed Indiana Jones. I was born in 1990, so like I kind of missed it. And then for, I don't know for whatever reason, I just like never really watched them. Yeah. I think like I, I, think at my cousin's house once it was like on, and I, I was kind of freaked out by it. Didn't really like it, <laughs> uh, so I didn't really watch it until like we watched it at some point. I was yeah. like, oh, this movie's really funny. Like that was like one of my big takeaways. It was like oh, it's funny. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel
1: like his movies. Over always have have humor in it and like it really worked for this like descent into madness like when he's the scene was so good where he like is throwing the pots the flower pots into the window yeah and then so it's like it starts off with him watching looney tunes and then he basically, like, gets this inspiration from the Looney Tunes, and then he basically goes into, like, him doing a Looney Tune sequence, where he's, like, ripping out all these plants and, like, throwing them. Yeah, and there's, like, glass-shattering
0: sound effects. Yeah, and the scene
1: ends with him climbing into <clears throat> his kitchen window. Like, it's very cartoonish and really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Really as well his
0: yeah, as his wife is leaving him. Yeah. This is like as it's happening his wife is gathering the kids and they're leaving.
1: Yeah. And and I I don't know too because like um like I had fun thinking about like because the two the two um characters who get the kind of like obsession with the the vision of this mountain that, that is important to them. It's like the woman, I forget her name. She's the actress from Christmas Story. I thought she was Melinda,
0: Kate. Melinda. <laughs> uh, I looked it up today. Okay. Uh, Melinda Hill or something. The... I,
1: I thought she was Kate Capshaw, Stevens. Melinda Spielberg. Dillon. Okay, Melinda Dillon. Oh. I thought she was Kate Capshaw. Um, I, was, <laughs> I was convinced that she was Kate Capshaw, Steven Spielberg's wife. And I was like, oh my God, Justin, that's Kate. Capshaw, that's Steven Spielberg's wife. And but then, <laughs> then you're like, I think it's actually the woman from Christmas Story. Yeah, because then
0: she's like screaming in this movie, and it's the same way she would scream at Ralphie yes. in *Christmas Story*. And I was like, "Wait a minute, if she's... I, I, yeah, I love Melinda. Jones. She was she's great. great. Um, yeah,
1: but so, so her character and, and Richard Driver's character after experiencing the UFO, they both have this kind of like obsessive vision. Of this of the the mountain um, and uh, like she keeps drawing it and he is sculpting it and I was like I feel like there is kind of a little bit of like parallel between like artistic madness and like creative madness here of like being upset like because a lot of times yeah. creative people are obsessed with what they're creating and what they're uh, obsessed with so I mean I don't know that was just me projecting a little bit but it was it was fun to kind of watch like all their <clears throat>
0: they,
1: they did seem like crazy artists his at, artistic at some process point. yeah when
0: he was building the. Uh monument yeah
1: the monument sculpture yeah um, yeah and just have like he as he's building it he he eventually gets frustrated and it's not working and then he, it breaks and he has this like re- revelation you know I feel like it was very like related to like if you are creating something like the the, the process of creation how it's like up and down and up and down and how yeah how uh, uh, inspirational Kind of come at you when you when you think it's 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 over and it's failing and then all of a sudden you get like you get a, back a into it. yeah you
0: get the eureka moment so
1: that was kind of enjoyable to watch but yeah. um yeah and the whole movie the special effects are nuts
0: I mean it looks <laughs> better than movies made today yeah, yeah it's amazing
1: and apparently like a lot of the apparently Steven Spielberg did some kind of like CGI tests but all of the CGI he scrapped it I, I, I mean wow. I don't know if that's true because some of the all the light stuff looked like mm. CGI but I, I I don't know but I read that, like, the um, the cloud effects, like, when they made the clouds, like, stormy, like, randomly, they made, like, storm clouds appear.
0: Okay. That was
1: basically, mm. this guy, I forget his name, is like, Duncan Trumbull. I-, I could be saying it wrong, because I don't do that much research, I'm sorry. But um, I think he's, like, a very well-known special effects guy. Okay. And-, and they created that effect by using, like, fresh water, salt water, and um, just, like, pressuring air. Like, it was basically, like, a, sci- like a so cool. science, like, an elementary science experiment yeah. that they filmed. <clears throat> so, like, all the special effects are... I think they call it like plastic effects when it's not GGI. I could be wrong um but um, yeah it's all just
0: like physical stuff it's all like so. yeah it's it's so cool and it looks great like yeah. it really it holds up to this day
1: oh it looks so good like the first scene when he's in the truck and like the the, the ship appears behind him and then it elevates and then the truck starts shaking yeah, and everything yeah. like from the from the get go you're like this is so good yeah that the
0: scene <laughs> I, I love the scene where uh they're like the little boys room when it all comes to life yeah. and his toys are all moving around that was like so well done yeah. uh yeah it, it was so good
1: it was really good and um Apparently, like he got the idea for this movie, Steven Spielberg, when he was um, he was younger, and his dad like woke him up the middle of the night and like took the whole family to see like a meteor show. Bless you. Oh, oh, bless you. Me.
0: Sorry. You're bro. Right. I'm good. You're good? Sorry, I'm good. Just a sneeze real quick that I had to get out of me and it's out.
1: He's been sick for three months. Let's
0: I've I've been yeah. sick since literally twenty twenty three. I've been sick for uh, ever. I know. I just won't leave. I know, I know. But I so power sorry. through it.
1: We're powering through.
0: I power through it, not like the French. No. <laughs>
1: Um anyway yeah it was uh that's where he got the idea from his dad um taking him to watch this meteor shower in the middle of the night that's um, cool. which is cool and then apparently while he was making the movie NASA found out about it and they wrote him like this kind of warning letter like please don't do this it's going to cause like I guess panic and
0: wow, okay. and that's when
1: Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. was like well now I have to make the movie <laughs>
0: because I'm
1: on to something.
0: He just it's... caused panic about the ocean now he's causing panic <laughs> about the the uh
1: Uh, UFOs. So subversive. (laughs) Who knew? Steven Spielberg. Subversive, transgressive.
0: Um, I I, I posed the question to you last mm. night. uh, If you could go back in time and see either this movie or Jaws live in theaters, which one would you have
1: picked? Definitely this one. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's also like when we were watching it, literally, I was like, I wish I could have seen this in theaters because it's dark and the effects are just so...
0: The scene scene where the ship is in the beach would have like blown my mind. There's like a, there's like Um, a, there's like, or not, maybe not the beach, wherever it was in the desert. Yeah. Yeah, this Just the giant ship in the sand, that would have blown my mind. And
1: the cars kind of come over the, the, the hill in this way. That's like very choreographed. Yeah. And I was also
0: thinking too, cause like, I feel like just the hype around this movie was probably... Because Jaws was so big. Yeah. And a phenomenon. And this was his next one. So it was probably like such an excitement to go see this. Uh, yeah. And it would have been cool to experience that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and also I was thinking too, like Jaws is... Um, I don't know. Like it was the summer blockbuster. But it, I've seen it a bunch and I've never really been like, need to see this on the big screen. You know? I, re- mean, I, I never really had that with Jaws. So I would honestly.
0: love to see Jaws on the big screen. Yeah. I, I totally would. Um and I guess I'm thinking doing this thought exercise. Uh, <laughs> like you don't know what you're gonna see going into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So like unknown. Like yeah. Okay.
0: Or or I guess what I was thinking. Maybe this is a little too convoluted. But I was thinking like if I'm seeing close encounters of the third kind in the theater, it's after Jaws, so I would have already seen Jaws. Okay. Uh, but if I'm seeing Jaws, I wouldn't have seen it. You know. Uh
1: huh. Yeah.
0: So that's where I was coming from with my phone <laughs> exercise. <laughs>
1: I think I got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would just rather see Close Encounters.
0: Me too. Yeah, I'm like, this would have, like, cause it, like, blew my mind last night. I'm, I can't yeah. even imagine in the 70s how this movie looked on the theaters. Exactly. I would have been like, what the
1: fuck? Like, I know. Um... Yeah, I did think at the end it got a little, that was the only thing where I was like, mm, it's a little dorky, was like the the concert between the two ships when the government. I was
0: over the sounds. Yeah. I hate to say I was totally over this. But, I mean, I love the concept of the sound communication. Yeah. So cool. I'm like ahead of its time. Uh, but I was just like, all right, this is too much. It went a little it, it,
1: long. It, it went just, a little. Yeah.
0: No, the movie, it should have been 15 minutes shorter. That's yeah. my one complaint is that it didn't need to be as long as Apparently,
1: it was. Apparently, Steven Spielberg did say editing that last part of the movie, like that last 30 minutes was like, one of the hardest things he's had to do in his career wow, like okay. i don't know why but i guess like putting all that together was just like madness for him i don't know i guess um, there was yeah
0: there was a lot of moving, par- yeah a lot parts. of moving parts yeah. going there yeah. They had the alien kids all coming out right with that that was very cool
1: yeah
0: the weird like stick figure alien thing
1: yeah that was the only thing too where i was like i don't know if we needed to see the alien's face Like, I think it was better when they were just creepy shadows of, like, kids with long fingers. Like, little kid-looking aliens with long... And you didn't... It was just, like, the silhouette of them. Like, I just don't know if any time I've seen an alien, it looks good. It never looks good. I don't know. Yeah. I never really enjoy it. Like, it was okay, the the final alien face. It was okay, especially for, like, 70s. But, um... That was my only critic. Like, like you know nitpicking criticism was like the the music the EDM concert was a little long <laughs>
0: i mean i don't know
1: and uh yeah and the the alien face at the end it was like all right we i, I don't know okay I get it um but still really I, I yeah again the concept of like them communicating in this language of color and music is yeah. is also just like so art. like that's such like an artistic concept you know yeah, of like music yeah. and art as, as a as a universal language yeah you know and another way of communicating i i enjoyed that um
0: yeah i felt very ahead of its time yeah and just the idea of like aliens kind of being yeah, yeah, just the communication through sound and light, because they're just so otherworldly. That's yeah. like, yeah, there's just human language, no matter what it is, it's just nothing to, yeah. to these beings. So, yeah, it's really cool.
1: And it was also a weirdly, like, positive alien movie. <laughs> like, the
0: aliens, yeah, they're just kind like, of like Friends.
1: Yeah, you know, they, yes, they abducted, uh, you know, some, some war veterans, and they abducted, they are abducting people, but they're bringing them back. And then we're also giving... Like there was this weird exchange between the our government and the aliens, like you know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end, all the Richard Dreyfus joins the line yeah. to to go onto the ship, and which I thought that was like one of the funniest scenes is his shit eating grin as he's walking onto this alien ship, losing his family, <laughs> leaving all of his responsibilities behind, yeah, just like. He's just like here we go marching
0: into the ship i
1: wonder if the alien babes (laughs) are loose you know i wonder if there's some alien sluts on this ship yeah because i was like he
0: wasn't even going um Because then he kind of like got her was like romantically involved with uh, Melinda Dillon's character because they were both abducted and then became obsessed. So then they became like romantically. But she wasn't going on and he was still just like.
1: He's like like
0: going
1: in. Going to find some alien (laughs) slut.
0: Yeah, that's really (laughs) how it felt. He was going to find his otherworldly partner. So funny. Um,
1: But yeah, it was like one of the only alien movies where there's this like kind of positive. I mean, not necessarily positive, but this kind of like understanding between aliens and the, uh, the government. It wasn't, yeah, they weren't
0: invading to attack, like take over or attack. Yeah. It just, it was like both parties were trying to understand each other.
1: Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and I felt like the X-Files movie kind of took a little bit from... This oh, I never I mean, saw it. i don't it. know it was okay but i got a little like
0: ex- kind of rips from it a little bit i mean how could okay. you not
1: it makes sense but um anyway um but yeah i thought i thought i really really enjoyed it i think it's like my favorite steven spielberg viewing that i've had since being terrified seeing jurassic <laughs> Park. yeah wow <laughs> it, was, it was really good i really liked it yeah. I, I loved it it's
0: yeah I, I, it's up there with jaws and jurassic park i'm trying to think what else he's done uh well, i guess the indiana jones movies i i, yeah. I should sure rewatch those
1: uh, I, I re-watched the first Indiana Jones uh, like a, maybe a year or two ago, and I thought the kind of like the special effects from the first Indiana Jones I didn't think held up. I thought they were kind of corny. I don't know, it's like '80s. That's when it starts to get kind of like
0: okay, computer
1: generated, not so great. But yeah, there's some special <clears throat> effects in the first Indiana Jones that I I don't think I was like, eh, it's not it wasn't okay. my favorite. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the first Indiana Jones, but I do like Temple of Doom, and I Last Crusade is my favorite. I don't know why. There's my thoughts on Indiana Jones. That
0: is Caitlin's favorite (laughs) Indiana Jones movie.
1: Yeah, it's The Last Crusade. um
0: all right for the for our closing song yeah i am gonna go a little a to c here go for it because caitlin like you told me the uh so the music and that they're communicating with i guess you said steven spielger based that on pinocchio pinocchio because, Wish upon a star
1: yeah because i guess he um kind of wanted that sense of wonder i guess which you picked up on which um richard dreyfus has and that like when you wish upon a star mm-hmm. that vibe he was like
0: yeah, you know, okay. and
1: I guess the composer is—I know the composer is famous. What was the composer? John Williams? I don't know. It's very famous, and I guess he was like opposed to it, but Spielberg pushed for it. Um, and I guess there's "When You Wish Upon a Star" notes notations throughout the movie, like even in the the the, the you know that's do 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 whatever that like notable mm. is yeah. also somehow derivative of "When okay. You Wish Upon a Star." <clears throat> okay,
0: I don't know. So I found a recording of "Wish Upon a Star" by Sarah Bareilles. So I just went to a oh different Sarah Bareilles song. I want to see you be brave. And I think it kind of sums up, uh, you know, interacting with the aliens.
1: Yeah. Remember
0: Sarah Bareilles?
1: I try not to.
0: (laughs) To be honest. God. All
1: right. I took an improv class with her, like... Or sister I think like back uh, yeah. in the comedy boom
0: yeah and she was anyway. like several Brooks was like at one of your class improv shows yeah. right? yeah wow.
1: she was there so she's supportive of her sister so what a great what a great artist
0: I bet she wrote Brave about her sister doing improv I mean I uh, wanna see you be brave
1: that's de- if that that is that's depressing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that's depressing but anyway alright say
0: what you want to say let the words flow out That's
1: true Oh, Yes, and. Yeah, yeah, that was right um, Alright, this is another episode of Entertainment Entertainment, and entertaining conversation about entertainment. With comedians Justin Agamemeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Caitlin McKee. I'm
0: Justin Agamemeyer. This is Sarah Bareilles. I just